Welcome to the 2v1 podcast. This is episode 13 and it is February 15th, 2015. I'm Alex, and I'm joined by Nick and Josh. Hey. Howdy. So, has anyone played anything new? I have. Okay. All right, well, Nick, you go, and then Josh will pick up after that. Um, I played the Banner Saga. Uh, it's a tactical RPG on PC. It is heavily inspired by Norse mythology. Um, takes place in a frozen northern style area, kind of like Scandinavia, which is very appropriate. Um, in terms of gameplay, like I said, it's tactical. Uh, you move along on a grid. Um, Alex, you are probably the only one that ever played a tactical game. Josh, have you? Mm, no. Okay. Maybe. It's it's basically still a turn-based RPG. So like, well, I mean, I know what they are. Yeah, okay. Um, Give me an example of when you say, Alex, I've probably played Final, them. Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, I played it on Game Boy Advance. It's the same thing. Funny... It's the okay. same thing, yeah. That's cool. Um, so, like, you move around on a grid. You can move yeah. so many spaces and do, like, yeah. one ability or attack or whatever. That's cool. Um but since this is so Norse inspired, it was really appealing to me because that stuff is just really interesting in general. Um, it it is probably the most grim story I've played in a game because it starts off immediately by talking about how the gods are dead, which I guess in this universe the gods actually like were people. That existed and just had powers, um, which isn't too dissimilar from actual Norse mythology because Norse gods were thought of as just existing with powers and they had special traits that helped normal humans live their everyday lives, I guess. So it's not so much worship, it's more like just a story to tell about a person. Um, so these gods were kind of the same thing, um, but for whatever reason, they're just dead. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. They, they're not around to help humanity or anything. Um, and then also, on top of their gods not existing anymore, the, they say the sun has stopped, which is such a weird sentence and phrase, because how does a sun stop? But I guess for them, it just means there's never night. It's always day. So imagine just being, you have to sleep uh, in total daylight all the time. Um, no more I'm warm. not okay with that. So it's just cold all the time. <laughs> um, that reminds me of a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, well, the whole thing, the whole, the whole game is just like, what is going on? Because it doesn't really explain a lot. Which is fine. It doesn't have to, but it just it just creates this really terrible existence that before you even meet any of the characters or learn the plot or anything, you just right off the bat this place sucks to live in. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember you saying that. Y yeah. So from the beginning, you're just like 
depressed. Every, it's just depressing. And then uh, as you're playing the game, it just it gives you these choices. Like the whole, besides the tactical gameplay, there isn't much other gameplay other than making choices. Um, it has similar, kind of like similar character dialogue interactions, like Mass Effect. Like you'll have one-on-one um, characters going back and forth, looking at each other. You just stare at their portraits, and you make like choices talking to them. It uh, it presents these choices throughout the game because you're traveling across this really, really big map. That is also another really cool aspect of the game because you can look at the map at any time. And it's ultra detailed. It looks like... Uh, you, neither of you guys have read Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings has like really detailed maps in them. And it's just hand-drawn. And that's how this map looked, and it looked so cool. It, it looked kind of like Oblivion's map, sort of, for reference. Um, but you could you could just see how massive this was, and you could see at any time that these pe- how these people are traveling. Because the other gameplay part of, of Banner Saga is uh, managing your caravan. So you're traveling around with, like, hundreds of people that you're protecting. And then you have so many fighters and so many of another race uh, that you have to manage and keep alive. Like, you have to buy food. You have to decide whether to stop and rest or just keep walking and walking and walking and making everybody tired. So, as you're doing that and crossing this huge map, you can look at it and see that it's just insane that these people are walking so far. Like, I can't imagine doing it. And it's freezing, and everybody's starving, and everything's dying. <laughs> it's a great uh, place to be. Yeah, it's it's just horrible. Um, you make these choices that there's never a good choice. Like, you never you never see something pop up that says, we should do this or do this, and you're like, oh, this is an obvious choice. This is the best one we should do. It's always, lives are on the line. You might have to jump into the gameplay battle where you're doing the grid thing. You might have to decide to murder somebody and steal their stuff or try and avoid a battle, but you'll lose people by avoiding the battle. It just, it's so cool how you never feel sure of what you're doing. It's just so bleak. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, imagine being in that position of, I I am responsible for these people now and being faced with these choices. And in real life, you're never going to sit there and think like, well, this is the obvious one. This is, this is the best thing we should do. There's yeah, benefits true. to everything and there's downfalls to everything. And it's, it seems like if you did another playthrough, there would be a decent amount of variation. Um, the only thing that fell apart is that it definitely has a story to tell. So, like, you're always moving on a on a track that's going to end up in the, the same place every time. But, um, other than that, one of the things that I really, really loved about it was the look of it. I've sent, I sent you guys snaps occasionally. It's, it looks like an old, like, 80s style maybe even 70s, like, cartoon. Uh, you can tell that it's all hand-drawn. Anytime somebody moves, 
it looks like there's a couple frames missing. So, like, it's really pronounced and deliberate looking, which is awesome. Uh, so, like, there's that. Like, that was gorgeous, first of all. And then as you're traveling with your caravan, it's just these really, really nice-looking backdrops that paint a really good picture of the landscape. And I, I just... I was, like, blown away the whole time. The, the whole game, I'm just sitting there, like, marveling it at what it looked like and enjoying that alone. So, I overall really, really liked it. I thought some parts were kind of shitty and really hard for no reason. Like, the, uh, the difficulty ramped up a little bit too much at times. But Wait, did you finish it? Yeah, I beat it already. I've, that was going to be my next question, I, Josh. Was, did you actually beat the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, I beat it. I, f- I kind of flew through it because I couldn't quit playing it. Like, I, I was really into it. How long was it? I was decently long. It was, I think it was a little over 10 hours. So, that, and that surprised me because I thought it was going to be really short. Yeah. Um, there, uh, I think ori- it was a Kickstarter game. Like, so it's an indie game. Um, I think originally it was supposed to be episodic. But now the next game is just called The Banner Saga 2. So that, that, that might have been why I thought it was going to be a lot shorter, because I thought it was in episodes. It, um, it had a good story. I'm looking forward to the next one, definitely. Just those couple, couple gameplay things I hope they fix. Um, the last boss was awful. Like, I actually got pissed. It, it was it was the first time in the whole game that I got mad, and it was at the very end. Because it was just kind of obtuse and imbalanced. <laughs> I had to look up how to beat it. That's that's how <laughs> that's how lame it was. But uh Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that unless you're playing Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean like the whole the whole game I knew what I was doing and I mean it was tough. I had to replay a couple battles, but I wasn't mad about it. It was because I was making mistakes and like not thinking clearly and planning strategies. Right. But at the very end it had a very specific thing you had to do that was not communicated to you in any way. So that's the, the developers were originally BioWare members. Really? Yes. Well, that's probably how they came upon, like, the same character interaction stuff. Yep. Which I'll never not be a fan of. Like, I, I love I love the going back and forth, like, here's your character talking to another character, and you're just... Same here. It's yeah. probably my favorite style. I, I really I really like that. Just getting there, sitting there, and you, you had to read a lot of the dialogue in this. There wasn't a lot of voice acting, which is fine, but it's better when it's voice acted. I don't know. It was a, I didn't know it was a Kickstarter. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, Thanks for listening. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that portion. Yeah. Did you happen to hear some music coming from my side at one point? Yeah, very briefly. Yes. Um, so I went to the Banner Saga's wiki um, just to see if it was on any other platforms, and I saw it was on iOS. So I got my phone out to see how much it was. And oh, it no, started... that's the uh, the multiplayer one, I think. No, it it looked like it was the actual game. Really? Yeah, and it started it started playing the trailer, and I couldn't stop it, so I threw my phone <laughs> to stop the music from playing. That's that's. I mean, I'm I'm in favor of that tactic. Yeah. So I had it, to retrieve it. It looks like that it might be coming out on Xbox One and yeah, PS4. That was the next thing I was going to say. Is yes, it's planned for this year. That's awesome. 
I highly recommend that. You guys would probably like it. Because it'll be cheap. It'll be a... It's, it, it'll it's, initially be a $20 game, probably. And then I can pick it up for 10 Yeah. It's 10 on iOS, which I feel like is still high, but I don't know price points for mobile games. So maybe that's... Yeah, I don't either. I only... I spent 5 on it, and I I would have spent more. I mean, it's long. Like, you get your money's worth, and it's good. So it's it's fun. It's challenging, for sure. And I really like the story. Like, it... It was just, it was mysterious enough to where, like, I really want to know what's going on. So, I'm, I'm I, definitely looking forward to the next one. Do I recall it being on Game of the Year list in 2013? Yeah, well, no, it came out, Um, I think it came out last, it came out last year. So, it was on people's lists this past year. Oh, that's right, last okay. Year. It would have been on mine. If, if I would have got around to playing it last year, it definitely would have been in my top ten. Yeah, it came out in January, okay. Yeah, yeah, right at the beginning of the year. Well, on the topic of price points, I have to say that I'm, I don't want to say I regret it, especially because I had a gift card, but Josh, Dying Light, since we didn't talk about it at all last week. Yeah, I'm interested. And I feel okay. like I'm on the opposite spectrum of you. You you definitely are, and I'm glad because I've I've been nervous pretty much this whole time uh, Josh and I have been playing it with two other of our friends, Tommy and Dursky. So we're doing the four-person co-op, which is fantastic. But it is just Dead Island. It is better looking, of course. <laughs> the gameplay is superior, but nothing else has changed. And they, you know, they have the parkour and everything, which it's really nice being able to traverse everything so easily. That is definitely a welcome feature. But I, I don't know. There's it's it's lacking the charm, as weird as that sounds, of Dead Island. Some of the some of the things that made it bad made it good for me. I really enjoyed. Like what? And Dying Light just doesn't have seem to have those things. There are some aspects that are pretty cool and kind of unique. I mean, I do love the nighttime stuff, which I will get into further detail. But my my biggest qualm with it is in Dead Island. Of course, there were different main characters and trees, uh, skill trees that you could use, and it was only for that character. Whereas in Dying Light, you can essentially do and be everything with one character, and it doesn't add enough uh, depth to the game, I guess, because you're all, all everybody in the game is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Whereas in Dead Island, you had one guy who special... Or, I guess girl in that case specialized in firearms. Another guy who specialized in throwing melee items. Uh, somebody with huge blunt weapons and maybe, what was the other one? Maybe like slashing stuff or whatever, Josh. Yeah. But, so Dying Light doesn't really have that. It, but I I seem to be outnumbered. And again, I'm happy about that because everybody else is having a blast. And I'm having fun with it, of course. And the four player is wonderful. But... What's your take? This on it, could Josh? this could just be me and maybe how I played Dead Island, but yeah, those characters were different. But you never adjusted how you played the game because of the character you were using. At I, least I, I was just gonna ask that. So even with, with the special ability that each person had, that was the only thing that really mattered to me between the characters. And losing it for Dying Light, I haven't even thought about it. So. 
I see why they went to one character too, because they want to focus more on a story. Right. But losing the variety that Dead Island had with the other couple of characters they had, I, I'm not really missing out on. Did you guys replay the original one to do different no. characters? Okay. So say well, wait. that's the first, maybe the first game, didn't you, Alex? I did on both games. Oh, you did? I, think. I didn't know you did on the second one. Okay, you're right. I didn't on the second one because we just played that together mm-hmm. the one time. Well, we tried to you play, didn't get but your we were achievement, actually playing And then Marvel. you wanted to kill yourself for six months. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Um, yes, that I, you're right. I did not replay the second one. I played the first one with multiple characters, I think. But is is that really the only reason you're not enjoying Dying Light as much? Josh, quite frankly, I can't put my finger on it. I, I would guess it's because it's uninspired and it's the same game. I, I think it's I think Nick is right. I but, think it's 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 trite at this point and it just isn't new enough for me to say I absolutely cannot recommend that game to anybody for sixty dollars. It is not worth sixty dollars. And again, I'm only glad I got it because I had a gift card. I would freak out if I paid full retail for that. <laughs> I actually be, would be very upset. I'm having fun with it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to reiterate, it. I'm having fun too. I just don't think it's worthy of being a brand new standalone title and buying it at launch. But Well, not many games are anymore. But they are out there, and I, I usually have better discretion. But the the nighttime stuff is really cool. And, of course, it, it sort of gets you real anxious when you're playing it and everything. I like the Volatiles. They're really awesome. Nick, those are the – they're like super zombies that come out at nighttime. And yeah. they do sort of – they give you like a, an impending sense of doom, you know, when you're running from them and everything. <laughs> and or it, It's really cool when you have all four people because then you can gang up on them, and that's that's a lot of fun. But there are some some stupid things that I do really enjoy. When I reference the charm from Dead Island – there's a lot of the, the same stuff that you do that's fun just because you're playing in multiplayer. You know, for example, <laughs> all we are ever doing is just screwing around with that UV light and, you know, <laughs> the spamming, crouching and all that stuff like that. That never gets old to me. <laughs> but whenever you fast travel, whenever you're trying to start up a mission or whatever, which is a really nice feature, you can just hold the back button and you immediately get teleported forward. And it's hilarious because... They didn't even take the time to add code to uh, run a check. Okay, somebody already teleported there and they haven't moved yet. So let's put the next person a foot to the right. They <laughs> teleport you on the exact same spot. So yeah. you just look like everybody blended together. It's the strangest looking thing ever. And there there are some graphical issues. Like one of our friends ha- was pointing a gun and it just looked ludicrous in his hands. Josh, I don't oh, even, I, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, it was. It just looked so bad. But then suddenly later on, when we tried to show somebody else, it didn't look like that. So yeah. I mean, I'm not really complaining. Oh, about it that. it didn't look like that later on. No, it fixed oh. it. <laughs> I thought that's how just the gun looked. Yes. <laughs> so there are two things I can. I guess I'll finish with the praise. There are two things I absolutely hate about it, though, and. Those are, I can't stand how frequently you get grabbed by zombies. Oh, yeah. it's. Yep. I, I, I can't stand it. I get so mad. 
like they get up on you and you have to do some sort of like yes and it interrupts thing. you and you have to smash a a hundred times to get rid of them yeah. and it's just really really irritating it happens on pretty much every zombie i don't mind getting getting hit that's fine but when you have to go through the grab animation every single time that is a serious serious pain in the ass yeah and it shouldn't have to be like it but i think there's something in the skill tree that prevents that well hopefully that i'm would pretty be sure there is yeah, if we can get rid of I know there's one where you can shake them faster, but I don't maybe, know what all you know, that Maybe entails. that's what I'm thinking of then. I right. I just I haven't tested that out. I've also heard that once you get into the later stages of the game, it's not really worth fighting the zombies. That You should just be running by them. Like, that's the benefit of the parkour. It kind of already is like that. Yeah. And then you get to the question, like, why did I get this game? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because I promise you it's not worth it for the story. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it isn't. This, yeah, the story is just as nothing as the Dead Island stories. So, and then the, this, this is, this is the worst thing ever. Dying. When you die, you lose experience as opposed to money. And I hate that because money's useless anyways. Yeah. So take my money. Be like the other games. Be like Borderlands. That's fine. So you lose experience points. And to make things worse, it's inconsistent. I still can't figure out. Yeah, like how much. No, not that. When you die, sometimes you can be revived. Other times you can't. Huh. I can't explain how mad that makes me. It's the most infuriating There's... thing ever. That's that's fine. If you said you die every time and you can't be revived, fine. But make it that way every time. If you want to say you get and get revived, fine. But it's a, it's a 50-50 hit or miss. Sometimes when you get knocked down, you have 30 seconds and your teammates can get you. Other times... Screen immediately goes black and you lose your experience. And I just want to throw my controller through my TV. <laughs> and it and it has nothing to do with like the other people are still alive and running around nope. or like maybe their vicinity to you. I don't know, Nick. I don't know if there is some sort of a differentiator. But All it doesn't I know communicate is it to you. They sure as hell didn't communicate it to you, yeah. and I hate it. So those are the two things I like the least about it. My favorite thing that I have yet to get sick of is home running zombies, as I call it. There's one ability that, that you can unlock fairly early on that allows you to do a powerful charged uh, swing with your weapon. And mm-hmm. we, we got this EXP caliber, Excalibur, for... Uh, it, it, oh, I guess, <laughs> I guess this is going to go into another thing I don't like about it. But <laughs> anyhow, I'll get to that. With this Excalibur sword, which is all I use in the game... It's so great just charging up this huge heavy attack and as soon as you nail zombies with it, they seriously go flying. Every single I mean, really far. And it it's always funny. So I really enjoy that and it's cool that they somehow made it so that it's it's never not funny. Back to the Excalibur issue. This is a sword that Dursky discovered when he was screwing around. It's like out on this remote little island in the water. And we all got it. It is the only thing I use in the game because it's very overpowered. There's no reason to look for other weapons, mm. hope that there's going to be something as useful. They're not fun and innovative. I, I think the weapons are terrible. There's nothing to look forward to. Whereas I can remember at Dead Island, Josh, we loved getting new weapons and fighting over the oranges. And I can just remember how much fun we had with them and modding them and you know putting the poison on them, flame and all that. And like they do have some mods. Nothing so far that has enticed me. We are still very early in the game, though. Oh, really? You guys haven't got that far I, in. 
Well, I don't think I, we've I think gotten very that far. early is actually a stretch. We've been playing it long enough that I should be. We've been playing by a lot, but actually progressing, we have not really been doing. Really, I don't think so. What's your? What do you look? Oh, I guess you could always be getting experience, so that's not a good gauge. But well, if you already get this, if you already have this sword that's better than everything that's dropping, I I don't know. Was that whenever part we of the were story? getting stuff at the beginning of a game? The damage counters were in between like 30 and 50. I'm finding stuff around 100 now. The sword is 400, Nick, to put things in perspective. Oh, wow. Is so, it? But don't you only have seven swings with it and then the no, damage drops? No, Josh. The, the basic sword is still way better. Even because that's the other thing about it, Nick. You, the first seven swings with the Excalibur are extremely violent automatic decapitations or slices in half. Just as soon as you hit the zombie, it's dead. Yeah. But... Once those are done, it just becomes this normal weapon. But Josh, I promise you, if huh. you bring it up in your menu, not the main menu, but you know how if you hold the D-pad, you can bring up the, the mini menu? Yes. The Wait, what? It shows your damage counters there, and my sword is hovering around 400. It's like 396 or something like that, as opposed to you know my 100 weapons or whatever. Hmm. So, I mean, even if they progressively get better, it's still light years away from that. So... But the good news is I love home running zombies. So anytime yeah, I kill so that stuff, weapon's that's fun what I at do. Least. Yeah, and it, it legitimately is fun. So Um What was I gonna ask? Uh Josh, you said you're enjoying it though. So if you weren't playing at co op, would you still be enjoying it? Like you think it would be fun single player? Yeah, I think so. I like it though. There's not a prayer in hell I would play it single player. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have bought it day one, but I still would have liked to, to play it eventually. It It is ironic because the other day when I was just on playing and I was in a party chat, uh, Tommy was playing it. I was not. And every 30 seconds, he had some sort of exclamation of frustration. Wow. Yeah. And he just kept screaming and getting mad at it. I'm like, you guys, I'm telling you, it's not that good of a game. Mm-hmm. In, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's my take on it. I don't hate it, and I will admit to Josh that there is a lot of time to play still. We yes, are pretty early on, but I am not overwhelmed yet. I think I think also you've probably seen everything there is to see. <laughs> that's the way. That's my argument, Nick. But I that think was there's a whole happens. second area. That was why. Well, I'm I'm not even talking in terms of that. I'm saying like, well, you're, you're what the, doing what the everything game has there, to be doing. There is one thing that none of us have gotten yet, Alex, which could make things a little more fun. Is the grappling hook? Oh, I did hear that's good. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like something that I need infused into my game to have more fun. What that grappling sounds hooks like, are always a welcome addition. What that sounds like though is just a way to avoid the combat, which is ninety percent of the game. Josh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess it just prevents you from having to scale buildings, so you can just immediately grapple them. Well, that, I mean, so that does it, sound awesome. Then it takes useful. away even more things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I didn't play. I it. I'm did not a, playing it. So. They did a decent job. They'll with probably the release climbing. DLC. They'll probably release DLC that removes the grappling hook. They'll be like, now nah, you can fight more zombies. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're adding a hard mode. Yeah. I don't Is know it what difficult at all? Tell. No. Just irritating sometimes. Does it does Not- it scale for co op? 
It has to, right? I have no idea how that works, especially yeah, with four people. Know. And we are all over everywhere. And we're saying who's joining who. And I never care because I couldn't possibly care any less about the story. Yeah. So. Oh, so so it doesn't like whoever is the host is the only way it makes progress. Like I if you think, played by yourself. I think that's how it works. That's and horrible. I don't understand why that happens in co-op games. Well, I'm not that's... 100% sure. But all I know is I'm going to keep playing it until the four of us are done. And then wherever I am. I'm yeah, done. I, I'm done. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Sounds like I'm a intrigued. good reason to buy that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right now. I'm. Not, I cannot recommend it yet. <laughs> at, it's, at its, it's price point. For I mean, for people who want to play a fun co-op game, I could recommend it in a second at a twenty, maybe thirty price point, but not sixty. Or you could just go play Army of Two. Or <laughs> yeah, on on, on <laughs> yeah. older consoles. <laughs> I uh, I mean. Me personally, I played, I skipped Dead Island way back when. And I remember when you guys were playing it and you were really into it. And I thought it looked fun and looked cool, but I just never got around to it. It mm-hmm. wasn't a priority. And then it was free on 360, uh, like last fall. And I played it for about an hour and I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I, I, I know this is the entire game. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I, and I don't even know why I liked it so much. Uh, the same reasons I can't exactly tell you why Dying Light isn't really hitting home with me. There was something about Dead Island that was maybe it was the atmosphere. I don't know. Like the I love the way they brought they brought me into the game. I I'm a sucker for that tropical resort style atmosphere. I don't know why I love it. So that definitely could have played a part in it. But yeah, this is just in some whatever city. Exactly. That doesn't set itself apart from any other location. No, in definitely. Any game. Actually, it reminds me very much of Moresby, which was the city in, was that in two or the first one, Josh? Oh, I have no idea. Well, that's that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Just another city. Yes. Yeah. And it is the same developer, right? It is, yep. Yes. That, that's, that's another thing that irks me on a, a, a personal, not relevant different. level. I mean, it's, it is just the... It is way too similar, and they're calling it a different franchise name. I mean, come on. Yep. Well, there's a new Dead Island coming out, and they need yeah. to rebrand it. Yeah, and it's that. that I, mean, I don't know the whole thing. I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. And like, that was another thing about Dead Island was, I mean, I've told you guys before, the whole zombie thing is just I'm I'm over it. <laughs> I've, I've been over it for a while because nothing is ever unique about it anymore it's always an an unexplained epidemic catastrophe yeah like oh well there's there's zombies now and we don't call them zombies but that's what they are yeah it's always infected or whatever yeah and there there is one zombie game i'm looking forward to that's already out but it's coming to xbox soon as a state of decay that game sounds interesting because it's a survival game it's not i mean it's zombies but it's more about like Finding Getting a group food. of people to survive yeah, with. I've definitely heard of that. Gathering gosh. a group of people. Yeah. It, and it has permadeath, which I always enjoy. I think that's a cool aspect of games. I think that's a good idea for a zombie game. Like, not not many have done that yet. Yeah. Like, that DayZ game that's been out on PC for a while, that's also coming to, like, PS4, I think. That has permadeath. It's, it's all about online, too. You have to worry about other players, not just zombies. Which you might have to in State of Decay also. 
I'm not I sure. I don't think so. No? Mm, no. I thought it I thought it had like a, a like a Maybe. big online thing, but I I don't know. I don't really know I, yeah, much I don't, about I don't it. Think. Yeah, Alex, just to give you information. Give to give you an idea about the state of decay that you know, you got your party and your group members that you find other survivors to survive with, but if you go out to like scavenge or something and if you die while playing as a character, that character's done and yeah. you take control of another one in your party. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, which I think is a really cool idea for a game like that. That was uh, <laughs> randomly one of the first games that came out for Wii U. The Zombie U game did that. Oh, really? Yeah, it uh, it was actually sort of like Dark Souls because you would have your character, you would gather your resources, and if you died, you're dead. You 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 have to start a new character, but you can still get all of your stuff if you get back to the spot where you died. Which was really cool, and that is so perfect for a zombie-style game that it doesn't seem as too common. That's true. I agree. But I'm over zombies. That's one of the one of the highlight of highlights. One of the positives I can say about Last of Us was that was a unique idea on zombies. Yes, it de- you're exactly right, and that's big coming from you too. Yeah, like that. They they it was a an okay enough ex- explanation for it like it wasn't just oh these are here now it was some pl- like fungus the cordyceps people yeah. yeah and it's it's i know this is a stretch but it's it's feasible it's a plausible reason oh, yeah yeah i'm totally on board yep yeah, i mean it exists it takes over it's a insects. thing it's and, a real thing <laughs> you're also kind of just forgetting that everything about last of us was perfect <laughs> well no but we've talked about that plenty of times <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, boy. Nick. Speaking of perfect, and I say that very lightheartedly. Yeah. A Is this a good stupid segue? franchise that I love that you are now taking the plunge on. Tell us about your experience with the first two worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I've played it for all of two hours, I think. Um Yeah, so for the listeners, Two Worlds is an old fantasy RPG, kind of like it came out around the same time as Oblivion, I think. Right? I, I want to on... say w- maybe six months to a year afterward. I'm going yeah, to it was it was, a, it was within the same time frame that you sure. could comp- sort of compare it to that. Sure. Um, Alex has always spoke highly of the games, especially the second one, which I'm really looking forward to playing because... The first one is just a bad game. Yeah, the, the second one is not broken. Caveat, I enjoy them. The first one is a terrible game. Well, I, I somehow had fun with it, but the frame rate issues and everything, oh my god. So, so yeah, so I'm playing it on PC, and, and I picked both of the games up for $2. So I bought, I bought an entire franchise for $2. <laughs> so the first game, the first game had tons of technical issues when it came out on 360 i don't even know if it was on ps3 i remember i just remember back then like people were like this game sucks yeah it was brutal it's broken and it wasn't as easy to fix console games back then like they could still do patches and whatnot but it's not like today where there's a day one patch that is 10 gigs and takes three hours to download because they released a broken game yeah exactly that was just a broken game that you had to deal with and now that I'm playing it on PC, it doesn't have any of those issues. It's still not good. <laughs> like it, it's so 
it's so weird because it plays fine. Um, even on, I, obviously it's old enough. I'm just running it on at the highest settings possible. But it's it's weird how you can see that game, which might have come out after Oblivion. It was like a, and, a year and a half, Nick. March 2006 okay, so it's for Oblivion. Lo- it's longer and, than I thought. And uh, well, I still agreed with you though, because I remember getting hyped yeah. because of Oblivion. But, yeah, um, well, Oblivion looked great. Yeah, like, oh, Oblivion, totally. Yeah, Oblivion was gorgeous at the time. Like it, the environment was beautiful. The characters looked kind of okay. <laughs> Two Worlds looks awful, and <laughs> and it came out after, and it it looks like it's a PS2 game. And the the way everything is animated, like. I, it's so hard to explain where I, I I said the Banner Saga looked great because it's purposefully missing frames in animations. Two Worlds just looks weird. Like, it, the way all the characters move, it, it, it'll just, like, skip things. Like they'll And when it's 3D like that, it's so much more obvious, where in Banner Saga, it just looks like a cartoon. So it's on purpose. Like, things will just teleport around and be doing these animations like it's just bad i i don't know and you're always doing one thing you're just i'm playing it with mouse and keyboard you just have to constantly click the mouse to attack you can't hold it and just keep doing an attack <laughs> you just have to keep yeah. clicking so you're incessantly <laughs> your little clicking. yeah <laughs> like you're you're incessantly clicking um over and over and over from what I can tell, magic doesn't make one difference at all because it does no damage. I I don't know. I stuck. I definitely stuck to hand to hand combat. Actually, I think that's mostly what I did in two. Also, Nick, I I have to say, you bringing all these memories up for me, that is a perfect example of a, for me a perfect example of a game that was so bad it was good because. It yeah. was it was bad, and uh, the voice acting was so. Oh, it's so bad! It's, it's so it was so bad. It was good. The, it's hilarious. the The voice acting is hilarious. Okay, Every, the, everybody the, just sounds like they're dead. Yeah, like the they're the, best, it's the most lifeless, emotionless delivery. The best thing ever in that game that should be in every RPG. However, is the equipment stacking. Have you been able to do uh, that? Uh, what do you mean? If you get a duplicate of an item, you combine mm-hmm. it with the one you currently have, and it gets stronger. And you can do oh, that, to my knowledge. I didn't know you could do that. Nick, you can, to my knowledge, you can I do that, that endlessly. That's awesome, because that was one of my favorite things that they did from Fallout 3 to New Vegas. Yeah, Nick, it is so amazing. I mean, you can you can turn a really mundane weapon into something really powerful just because of how many you get of it. But obviously, That is cool. I really wish more games did that, yes. more RPGs. So stick with it a little longer, see what happens. You might end up getting to the point where it would be hilarious just to be so powerful. I'll, I'll be amazed if you can finish it, and I totally understand that. Plus, it has a a non-ending anyways. I, well, that I, that's the thing. It doesn't have a like the story. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you made it through it is because it it doesn't have like a good narrative. No, definitely <laughs> not. I, at the time, I had fun with it. I was probably it was definitely overhyped, you know, I got it at launch and then I was like, "Hey, this this game is broken," you know, but I yeah. I, I still played it. Uh and also, you you have to love that all these games always have one particular evil source and in two worlds for those of you (laughs) 
it is called the taint yeah <laughs> that it's legitimately called the taint i mean what I were they thinking yeah i laughed when they just called it the taint because it all vulgarities aside, that it just that word does not sound good. Yeah. It doesn't sound like an evil thing. Yeah, if you, you take apart be. today or if take today's modern meeting away from it, it still sounds really stupid. It's just a bad yeah, it's just a bad description of something. Yeah. <laughs> like you can say you're in in a in a fantasy setting, you could say you're tainted by some disease or whatever, but don't call your your major evil force the taint (laughs) (laughs) the taint is rapidly approaching like that's a word that you shouldn't just be saying all the time because it just sounds silly yeah it's it's not it's not pleasing to the ears (laughs) no it isn't exactly (laughs) well it sounds like you're having a really good time (laughs) well you know what's funny is that what you took away from that josh that's what i took away (laughs) i told you guys last night that i wasn't gonna play it anymore and then i was just playing it before we started recording i'm something stupid about it man it is there there is something so stupid about it (laughs) It, it's like one one of the other well just one of the bad things is there is no way to do crowd control in any way no you just get destroyed you just get destroyed, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you just respawn and get destroyed again. Like you just can keep respawning. There's respawn points everywhere, <laughs> so there's like there's no downfall to it. It's just kind of a, a minor annoyance. Yeah. So like you kind of have to just chip away at enemies, which leads into another problem. You never know how strong anything is. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be the most nothing unassuming enemy, and it'll kill you in one hit. Yeah. <laughs> I've and and there's no way to tell like I should stay out of this area or these enemies look strong. There's no bars on, associated with them like a health bar. There's a health bar, but it's like it doesn't show a level. Mm-hmm. You have no level or anything. It's just there's no communication about anything that is happening in the game. It's just oh well, that guy killed me in one hit. I guess he's pretty strong. Or <laughs> oh, I'm not really doing a lot of damage to him. I guess I shouldn't fight them. Yep. Like. One of the areas that I just got to before we started recording, I got a quest to go to this town immediately, right from the very beginning of the game. When I get to this town, there are three orcs that are unbelievably powerful. And by <laughs> right the, at the beginning by of the, the game. By the time, right at the beginning. like, And it's telling you to go there. It's one of your first quests. <laughs> what is that? What is that like scaling? I don't understand that at all. By the time you get there, you're nowhere near powerful enough. <laughs> so you, so then you, I was in this loop of I'll chip away at them. They'll kill me. I'll respawn right there. I'll chip away at them. They'll kill me. Like it's, <laughs> what? it's maddening. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It, and I got, it this, makes like, me I, wonder how they got approved for a second game. Oh, seriously. I, I, I have no, I, I don't know how seriously. it was released. I mean that all kidding aside, that is so audacious, and it makes me. That's the kind of stuff that makes me hate the industry sometimes. I realize it was seven years ago or whatever, but I mean, it really. I don't know how I played through the the frame rate. It was totally broken when it came. Yeah. Out. I mean, why is that okay to release? Now, on the other hand, though, wasn't the second one a pretty good game? I loved it. I it, it sounds was great. really. It sounds appealing. Like was, I'm, I'm genuinely it was still, excited. It was still cheesy. But it w- the gameplay was totally fixed. Totally fixed. Yeah. Like, like the first two worlds is just jankiness 
embodied. Yeah. Janky. It's like, a janky game. The way the way your character moves looks janky. The way it's just missing frames is janky. Yep. All of the enemies are weird. All of the voice acting is awful. All of the enemy sound sounds that they make sound like they were recorded just they right were spliced like, in and thrown in after after yeah that. like oh uh we didn't give this enemy a grunt like let's record a grunt yeah, hey quick. michael and hurry up and make the funniest sound we'll you use. can we'll throw it in the game for this enemy yeah the, <laughs> the the bears the bears make the weirdest noise when they attack <laughs> you and then okay another thing they everything looks weird like the design of enemies looks just odd and not in a good way like like i said xenoclash had a really weird character design but it was interesting two worlds just looks strange and uh d- like disgusting like the, <laughs> the bear the bears make the bears have these really wide set eyes um and their mouth is like this huge snout with teeth that doesn't look like bear teeth <laughs> something tells me i know what's going to be the image for this podcast episode that's a good idea that's a good <laughs> idea yeah because they're they're strange looking it, it's just doesn't look like a bear the only reason you know it's a bear is because it's labeled a bear <laughs> and it's big and brown <laughs> it's funny I, maybe i'll play more just because it's hilarious but i don't know man traveling around in that game is dumb you move way too slow if you can get on a horse you move pretty fast but riding the horse is a whole other level oh of it's so bad it like it just automatically goes yep <laughs> you don't you, you can control the speed but it just as soon as you get on it you're moving <laughs> you don't have to hold anything it just goes moving <laughs> there's there's like there's teleporters everywhere. That's how you fast travel. So, like, it makes you wonder why you can't just fast travel to any location you've been to, like Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Like, why make all these teleporters everywhere? It's just it's, it's stupid. It's it, bad, bad choices in <laughs> in design. <laughs> well, go go stack some weapons next. See what you can come up with, and then get back to us. Yeah. We're, we're going seen... into the 15 minute mark of a of an eight year old game. Right yes, now. that is <laughs> well impressive. because it's hilarious. Like yeah. it, it is hilarious, and I'm I don't know. I'm glad I bought it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. I think that's hysterical. By the way, one dollar games. A, a that's what dollar. I spent on Xenoclash. and Xenoclash too. I spent a dollar on each of those. That's, so yeah, that's humorous. One of the benefits of Steam. One of Ultra the many discounted benefits. games. Well, sh- all right. Yeah, Josh, that, that's two worlds. Yeah, you're more, not going to play on that it. Later. It's so old. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? How is Unity coming along? Anything else you have for us? I haven't made too much more progress, but it's still the same thing. Um, okay. Once once I finish it, I'll give an update. But I'm still enjoying it. It's a Creed game. I've started doing a bunch of side stuff and I don't know why. <laughs> that sounds like you. Oh. Yep. I I do want to ask something about that game. I don't think we really talked about it. Um, okay. Your equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. How is that handled? Is it like Black Flag? Uh no, it's completely different from any other Creed game. Um, really? Yeah, at the you, you just have your pause menu where you have like five different armor 
variances, the you know the gauntlets, the waist armor or whatnot, and you just okay buy it and equip it right from the menu. There, so it's no... kind of like Assassin's Creed Two. Was two? Where you... I thought maybe I'm not remembering correctly then, but I thought you always had to go to like a shop or something. You did have to go to a shop, but you still bought pieces of armor. Mm-hmm. Whereas in all the other creeds, you kind of they didn't do that again. Yeah, no, in in Unity, that, it's yeah. just yeah, I like that. In Unity, it shows you every piece of armor you can own, and you can either buy it and, or some you can only lo- unlock by doing uh, missions. Yeah, missions or whatever. But it yeah, it's just all right on your pause screen that you, you, you saying that, and, Nick, that, that reminds me specifically of the number or the word I always loved was spalders. The the yeah. mm-hmm. shoulder pads or whatever they were. Yeah, and the, those have different names in different games. Like right. they're pauldrons in a lot of other right. games. Yeah. I do like, and I don't think this has been a thing in any of the creeds, but each individual armor piece has different stats that stack whenever you combine them with other pieces of armor. Like two worlds. <laughs> Maybe. What sure. an incredible parallel we've managed to make. <laughs> yeah, but e- each armor piece actually shows you like the either health, stealth, ranged, or... Right. So it I sounds a little one. more in depth i guess in terms hey, of your armor cuz like a very simple in depth if you want to well, yeah that. but but like with black flag you're you didn't have armor right like you didn't you don't have any of that nope. stuff like they they moved away from you didn't have any of that stuff in 3 either and some of the armor pieces will give you like bonus health some of them yeah. will give you longer eagle vision some of them help you more in co-op missions that like help your teammates eagle so. vision now there's something that's always been useful in the creed games oh absolutely <laughs> sarcasm <laughs> Oh, no, I... <laughs> yeah, it never I really you, was. I agreed with you, it is useful. <laughs> it was useful in the first Creed because you didn't know how to play them, and then right, from right. then on, you know what you're doing, so you I really... I always use like, Eagle I love Vision. that. I, so I love Eagle Vision. It is, it's useful. It, 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 it tags enemies you, through walls, you, know, you can always you know follow when I, You know when I used Eagle Vision? When the game told, told me, me to use Eagle that, Vision. I oh, swear no. to God, that is the only time I've used it. I yeah. constantly use it. All the yeah, time. Yeah, I, I did not use it. And there, see, so there's a good example of it not being necessary. Yep. <laughs> like, why is it even in the game? Because we haven't, we didn't use it unless we were told to. But Josh, you use it all the time. Like, because it's helpful. But it, but it obviously isn't. Because yes, it is. It it's helpful. The game. We made it through the games without using them. Yep. But Nick, you also made it through Oblivion without leveling your character up. You're right. <laughs> I did. So. Just because something is not used does not mean it's not useful. That's oh hilarious. man, what a what a funny uh, gameplay aspect of Oblivion that is not really communicated. You know to what you. was insane to me about Oblivion? Funny that it's my favorite game of all time, and what an oversight! Probably, probably as much as halfway through my my first playthrough, my brother showed me that you can wait. Yeah. Oh, didn't yeah, that's know you could wait. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. And then yep. this one this one wasn't a huge gameplay changer for me, but probably the second playthrough, uh, I learned finally that you could grab things just for fun and move them around, you know, by clicking uh-huh. on a thumbstick. Yeah. So I, I was pleased because then I could decorate my my domiciles. <laughs> yep. Back to two worlds real quick. Okay. You said it didn't look near as good as Oblivion, right? Right. Right. Does it at least look better than Morrowind? 
Yes. Uh, yes. And okay. y- you know why? You know why it does? It has slightly more detail. Otherwise, it kind of it's looks just, like would Morrowind. be the same thing. Yeah. It it actually is way looks more like shit. Yeah. Morrowind looks like shit. It's yeah. allowed to though. <laughs> is it because it's Morrowind really old? Or Morrowind? Yeah. What? I always say Morrowind. I I don't think it matters. Yeah. It, it's Nick's know. always been a Morrowind proponent. Yeah. I guess if you say it like tomorrow, Morrowind. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you guys. Though. Well, real quick. That, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I think that's a pretty big aspect of the game that uh, they took out of the Creed series. Was I? I liked getting armor in two. Like I, I, I think the Creed series has always not had enough role playing stuff, like equipment and whatnot. I I never felt like I should collect any of that stuff because it wasn't making a difference. Like, like your weapon damage and stuff, I never noticed I was doing more damage to people. You know what you, I mean? You definitely notice in Unity. And I, th- well, I think I said good. that. That's what I'm saying. That's good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to mention, too, is I have already died more in Unity than I think I ever have in a Creed game. Oh, way to make me want to play it. I was just going to say, is that well, it's, because it's, you're not doing it right, or it's unfair? No, it's not unfair at all. It's I'm I'm In all the past Creed games, at least for me, I had no problem going into a group of enemies and just l- taking them all out very quickly. You yeah, can't well, do that in Unity. I couldn't really do that in Black Flag, either. It, you know, they, maybe they started to gradually get away from it, but it's vastly noticeable in unity that you even you could go into a battle with maybe three or four which you could yeah. easily take out in the prior games three or four enemies right if yeah. those enemies are stronger than you in any sense then you're, you're gonna have a very very difficult time oh well, i assume the only way you kill mm. people in creeds anyways nine times Countering. out of ten is with counters so there's no counters in unity okay i don't want to play unity oh wait no i'm sorry there, there are counters but even with countering, they're countering not you right back kill. if they're more powerful than you. Yeah, no, there's mm. no instant kills at all. Okay, okay, see, that's interesting because that is all the way up and through Black Flag. That's how you kill people. Yeah. Nope, that's can, gone. Well, now, can... Unless I need a more powerful problem. weapon or something. It, 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 I might still have to get to that point, but as of now, no, you can't do that. So now here's what is making me uninterested in Unity again. <laughs> Can you avoid these battles? Because I, oh, I absolutely. don't think okay. Because I don't think you should ever have to do that in those games. You're supposed to be quiet and right. avoid stuff. And yes. you, you know, you're I supposed always to be hated that an assassin. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, you don't have to do any of that. But okay, good. I'm venturing off the beaten path, which is making things difficult for me, and I always do that, so it's fine. Yeah, I will mainline that game so hard. Well, that's enough of Unity until I finish it. Yeah. Sounds There's, good. Hasn't been much news in the past. Other than Peter Molyneux finally gets called out on his bullshit. <laughs> Tell us a bit about that. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I read an interview uh, with that Rock Paper Shotgun did with him recently, and it was just horrible. It was probably one of... It, it's a PR nightmare for... From all now, because <laughs> he just dug himself like a six foot grave. Um, 
you guys know, I'm sure, how he's over the years always hyped his games. Yeah, and totally under delivered. It's such a very never first delivered. fable. Yeah, yeah, the first fable. Yep, great example. Because we he he had more of a foot in the PC world before we were like crazy in the games. Mm-hmm. So like he had that repertoire. And then we knew about Fable. Fable was the first game I knew by him. Um, but he has a game that they kickstarted called Goddess. It's a, uh, it's it's a um, it's a god hand game, kind of like, but it's also a uh, strategy game, um, building up like civilizations and stuff. And it looks interesting, but I get I haven't I am not gonna play it, and I guess it hasn't been very good so far because it's technically an early access game, so they're constantly making changes to it. But I think people are really pissed about it, and it's been around for like three years. I I, I didn't realize it was that long either. Um, so like recently, everybody's just been calling him out, being like, "Why is this game in such a poor state? It's three years later." You made your Kickstarter uh, goal very easily. And then the the other problem was they didn't want a publisher for the game. They were trying to do it all themselves. So they that's why they did a Kickstarter. And then they still got picked up by a publisher, um, which I'm still not totally clear why that makes people mad. But I don't know. I guess it was because of the money thing. People yeah, feel the like money they would stole, probably be the dividing People feel like they... People feel like they stole their money just to start this game and then still did it or whatever. So he's just in hot water. And I feel bad because, like, I did like, I only played the two fables and I like them. They were disappointing from what he spoke about them. But my experience with his games is very limited. So I can't really, like, be pissed about it. It is interesting to see, though, that. Finally, a developer is getting called out and, like, getting shit on for making poor decisions. How amazing would it be if this were the start of a trend? It it would be nice because... It would be nice. Like, again, journalists, like, might complain or editors or reviewers or whatever. They might complain and say, like, oh, this game wasn't that great. It didn't live up to expectations. But that's the end of it. Nothing's nobody, ever done about it. Nobody tracks down the developers and actually tries to do investigative journalism. Like why, why Why does this this happen? (laughs) Yeah. So it's really nice to see that actually happening. Yep. For once. That's a good observation. maybe, Maybe it'll happen more and people will be a little bit more careful about the games they release. But that's also assuming that they're willing to talk about it, which probably nobody ever is. Yep. Molyneux is still part of Lionhead, right? That's oh, I don't think Lionhead. It's a different thing now. It, oh. Well, they have, they have Fable Legends coming out or something. this year. And what? Fable Legends is coming out this year. Yeah, I don't think he has anything to do with that. Okay. I, either way, I can see that being a complete flop. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, whatever. It's a co-op Fable, which Fable... I don't know. It's, it's the Evolve of Fable. Yeah, that's what it... Yeah. And, Seems um, like... In I my up. humble opinion, I think Fable has gone downhill since the first game, and I know you disagreed, Josh, only because you second the second one was your favorite. But my I favorite thought was two one, had better gameplay. I thought two, two was, was my okay, and three was also okay, and I'm totally over them. 
Yeah, I didn't play three, and I loved the first one. I played, I put tons of time and m- played multiple characters Same. on that one. I did not. I really like two. how that RPS interview opened up with him. Uh, yeah, isn't the that very funny? first question? Do you yeah. think that you're a pathological liar? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it's, how the interview. It's, a, it's really uncomfortable to read. If if anybody, oh, you guys have me excited. Yeah, if anybody's interested, just rock paper shotgun Peter Molyneux interview. It's it's rough and it's really long. I didn't read the whole thing because I started to just lose interest because it's a game I don't care about. But he is really bad at explaining himself. And I don't know why he didn't just hang up the phone. <laughs> like, because he just, he kind of just screwed himself. And I think he's now gone on to say he's just not doing any more interviews about it. He, he's probably just going to shut, shut up. It's That's his, the, own his attorney fault, probably said, you need to shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, like you need to talk, you need to just really stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it leads to a better I don't know Industry. path for for uh for releasing games yeah. and I think Molino is a, it's he's his own little separate thing within the industry though cuz he's always been under that kind of criticism but but nobody has made a big deal Yeah, Nick's like saying this, this is the first time that somebody's really making a big deal out of it and hopefully yeah. it'll happen with more that, it, that's kind of been it's kind of been the year for that but no, what I'm saying is like Yes, people complain. Like I said earlier, reviewers and whatever complain, but that's the end of it. Nobody nobody really does anything about it. They just say, well, the industry's shitty right now, whatever. Um, hope next year's better. That That's all. That's all yeah, that happened true. from 2014. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> nobody did anything about it. Nobody is questioning them too much. They're just saying, hey, uh, what are you doing? Why isn't this fixed? That's, yeah, that's it. but I think it, at least gotten it's gotten better to the fact that they are getting called out more. Yes. Well, that's what I hope continues going on. Yeah. Have either of you heard of the game from uh, Jonathan Blow, The Witness? Yeah. Um, Alex, Jonathan Blow is the Braid guy. Oh, okay, great. His new game. Um, it, it'll be out this year at some point. Probably. He, he said that he did a speed run of it. And him doing a speed run took about six hours, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be like a 30 or 40 hour game, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So I don't have a, I think it's PS4 exclusive, right? I believe so. Yeah. So I'm not totally excited about it because I don't have one yet. And who knows if I'll still get one anytime soon. But It'll be on Windows. Or oh, Steam, really? I think. I didn't know that. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But it's all it all it seems like so far though is a bunch of puzzles. And depending on the quality of those puzzles, I don't know if I'm crazy interested in it. I mean like Braid was awesome, but it was just short enough to where like the whole time thing didn't get annoying and it and it evolved to be different enough throughout the game mm-hmm. to where you weren't really doing the same thing over and over. I agree. But the witness has over six hundred some puzzles right now, I think. And if you're just doing kind of the same puzzle over and over, I, I don't know. That doesn't sound super interesting to me. The environment looks really cool though. It's very pretty. It's a cool. So art. hopefully, I mean, Braid had a really like 
obtuse story that if you read about it made it even more interesting. So if it has something like that, that would be cool. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that real quick. But, you know, the between Molyneux and Creed and MCC, I'm happy that there are still good PR for some developers. Um, you know, Edward McMillan. He's yeah. releasing more DLC for, um, for Binding Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Uh, 100 to 200 plus more hours because of this DLC. Well, it's hard to put a time to that because it's a, a rogue-like like whatever, so they can last forever if you really want them to. He's adding quite a bit of material to it, though, which is yeah. cool. I'd like to see him supporting that game. I want to play it. Yeah, it just didn't grab me. I don't know. I'd, I'm more excited about the next Super Meat Boy. <laughs> I, the, the name of it is fantastic. Afterbirth. The Binding of Isaac Rebirth Afterbirth. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that that game has such a dark story. <laughs> Alex, I don't know if you know anything about it, but all it is is um, it's a top-down dungeon crawler that's randomly generated but it looks like the old zeldas oh nice so that that's how it's like four doors and you move around and you just have to survive as long as possible but the story is your mother is this crazy um extremist uh religious woman and she gets a calling from god that she needs to murder her child (laughs) oh okay and uh which is a story in the bible yeah but not the point, because that changes in the Bible. But um, in this game, Isaac uh, flees to the basement of his house to avoid being murdered. And then he just finds all of these other brothers and sisters that are just horribly disfigured <sighs> and mangled and whatever that are also down there because she, like, killed them or something. It's insane. It It's really insane. I just didn't like the gameplay that much. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a handful of other things. We don't even really have to talk about them, but just throwing them out there. Uh, Shadow, Ram- Shadow Realms was canceled. The um, Which I never Bioware. even heard of. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's good, though, because they say they want to focus more on Dragon Age and Mass Effect. 4, yeah, that's cool. I'm, f- I'm, I'm fine with Bioware sticking to what they have yeah. right now. I don't need a I new series. I agree. I don't need a new series. one. And multiplayer in Mass Effect 4 is all but been confirmed, pretty much. So Cool. That's oh god, I can't wait. Yep. I hope I hope it's if we're half as captivated by that multiplayer as we were three, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Yeah that that multiplayer was damn near perfect. I kind of really hope. Well, I mean, in Dragon Age, it didn't grab me because they did it kind of like a dungeon crawl, which sounded really interesting at first, but in practice, it wasn't interesting. If they apply that to Mass Effect, that might be cool, but I'm also okay with them just doing the static map and and doing waves again. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they change how you get equipment and Kept stuff. Our I really wish you would years after all. Exactly, yeah. I wish it would have maybe maybe they'll add like armor. That would have been cool, getting different armor and stuff. I don't know. They're gonna add the still. up to the, the up to the disciple twenty now. So you get <laughs> ten more I can't wait. <laughs> Disciple uh, XX. Amazing. Uh, the PS4 is back to being the best-selling console, so the Xbox had two months, and it's done again. 
That's funny. Probably because they changed the price 5,000 times. Yep. Yeah, nobody knows what it costs, yeah. so they don't want to buy it's it. It's not worth doing the homework of finding out how much it actually does, in fact, cost if you want to buy yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And Bethesda is finally holding an E3 show, which they have never done. So yeah, I'm, I, fingers crossed thinks, for Fallout 4. Everybody thinks Fallout 4, yeah. Oh, next, our current-gen Fallout. Yeah. <sighs> Tell me about it, man. So anyhow, clearly we're ready to wrap this up. Thank you everybody for listening as always. And we want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter and we have our handles pretty much all over the place. Website, uh, like us on Facebook. We're on iTunes. You can just search 2v1 podcasts. The first thing that'll come up. And if you would rate and subscribe us and even write a review, that would be great. It would be highly appreciated. Thanks again. And we'll see you next week.